0: This is Nancy.
1: And this is Dana.
0: And you're listening to the NY Foodie Family Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the NY Foodie Family Podcast.
1: Welcome back.
0: So. Today we're starting off with a segment and some clarification on the Michelin Stars and the Bib Gourmand
1: Awards. We got it mostly right.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we we talked about this in a quick hit last week.
1: Last week. And
0: we've since thought we should follow up, give some clarification, and since the Michelin Stars were awarded on Monday, report on that.
1: So, here's the clarification. So, Westchester County is not getting its own book. They're getting a inclusion into the NYC, NYC book.
0: Right. It's expanded to include now Westchester right. County.
1: And uh, so, the big news is, if you haven't heard, uh, Stone Barns at Blue Hill. Blue Hill at Stone Barns. Blue Hill at
0: Stone Barns.
1: Two stars. Got
0: two Michelin stars. Which
1: is... On the fantastic end of fantastic
0: because that's very good very good <laughs> <Right>? congratulations <laughs> that
1: that is uh still top top of your field and three is just yeah crazy outstanding yeah nothing wrong with two stars at all
0: so blue hill got the michelin stars but for the first time westchester restaurants have been given the bib gourmand award
1: so walk me through that
0: so a Bib Gourmand is awarded to restaurants that provide good food and also offer good value. So it's still the same judges, I guess. Um, Inspectors, if you will. Right. But they're looking at restaurants that maybe aren't quite as expensive as what we expect for a Michelin star restaurant. So what's
1: the rating? You get one or you don't?
0: I believe, yes, you just get a Bib Gourmand or you don't. Now, and this is still Michelin. It's still part of Michelin, I right. believe. Yeah, I didn't
1: know that until you showed it to me.
0: Right. And this is all new to me, too. Because since they've expanded into Westchester County, you know, now it's in all the social media and stuff. Because these restaurants are now getting recognition.
1: Well, we've got to keep up on this stuff. So, so do they publish anything besides Little Hill?
0: So, for Michelin stars, I believe that's the only Westchester restaurant that got Michelin stars, yeah, that's but the Bib Gourmands in Westchester County include Dubrovnik in New Rochelle, Maria in New Rochelle, Rasa in Elmsford, Shiraz Kitchen in Elmsford, Cafe Alaya in Scarsdale, The Cookery in Dobbs Ferry, Eugene's Diner and Bar in Portchester, and Southern Table in Pleasantville.
1: Now at no point will a restaurant be on both lists, right? So this is kind of the not sub-standard list, just no, sub-star just affordable, list. More affordable, more affordable,
0: I guess okay. is the uh, pr- price range.
1: Well, Blue Hill is non-affordable, so <laughs> for most people, that covers that. That is a
0: definite special occasion restaurant. Uh, so, I've actually been to the Cookery, and Chef David DeBari has two restaurants on here: the Cookery and Eugene Steiner and Bar. So,
1: kudos to him.
0: Yes. Um, so, yeah, the Cookery is the only restaurant out of these eight that I've been to, but most of them are on my want-to-try list. Hmm. So, we'll have to...
1: We'll have to check them out. <laughs> check it out. Put it on <laughs> our semi-empty promises list. We'll go to at least one of those. That's, that's attainable, right? Yes, totally. Okay. Um, and we can say we've been to 100% of the Westchester-starred
0: michelin star yeah. restaurants. Check. Yes, because we have We're been one, to uh, one for one Blue Hill, and not I, as often as we'd like. No, I cannot wait to go back one one day.
1: <laughs> so you wanted a little bit more of the history. Yeah, of just the a star. little
0: background about these stars that are you know getting all the hype this week.
1: So it goes back almost a hundred years, believe it or not, when there was only a couple thousand roads, a couple, couple thousand cars. On the very limited roads in France. And uh, the Michelin brothers, Andre and Edouard Michelin, I suppose, uh, had a tire company and very few cars to put it on. So they were trying to pump up the uh, car purchasing of the country. So, you know, very limited roads, very limited cars. They said, well, instead of taking your, uh, your, your vehicle out on the road for a Sunday drive, how about you go out and see the sights and we'll put it in a guidebook. And after, a, you know, several years of, uh, you know, telling people where to go a little bit further than their hometown, they added restaurants in the 20s, I believe. And then they added stars in the 30s, which we talked about a little bit last week. And then, um, yeah, that's still, still a, it was a free guide at that time. And I, and I can't find the story again, but I, I read that uh, they started charging for the guidebooks because people were treating it, you know, because it was free. Using it to prop up tables when they found it at a <laughs> oh. at a tire shop, they're like, no, no more.
0: Huh? So, is it just restaurants now, or does it include attractions?
1: You know? Do you know? I don't know. Th- I don't know the answer to that. You okay. know what? I think they have separate books. Some for restaurants and some for like a
0: city tw- guide. Or yeah. Like-
1: Tour books. Now we're going to have to crack this know. again next something, week, aren't we?
0: Something else we'll need to follow up We try up. to be
1: accurate. But <laughs> at least we go, we go back and fix. We, we, we admit our faults. Right. Um, so they're in several countries around the world. Uh, they're kind of picky on where they go out to. And when they add expansions to Westchester, it's a pretty big deal. It's got yes. a lot of media around here. And um, that's pretty exciting.
0: It is, because we have tons of restaurants. It's nice that they're finally being recognized.
1: It is it's good news so uh, so we kind of alluded to it earlier but their critics if you will are inspectors and it's not as glorious and glamorous as a job that it sounds they have to go typically quietly several times to one restaurant so they can see several different times a day and several different meals so it's not a fluke either good bad or otherwise. And um, yeah, they, they get to go check it out.
0: Oh come on, that's like dream job there. <laughs> do it's I don't know. They're, Glamorous. They're, one of them
1: wrote an expose a number of years back. Uh, Michelin said it wasn't accurate, but you know, it's uh, typically former chefs, people that are intimately familiar and trained by Michelin in oh, France.
0: Okay, not ha- eligible. <laughs> no, you are
1: <laughs> s- so not eligible, but dream on oh, okay, um, yeah. so Trusting it's, my it's professional people that know how to taste and probably have cooked themselves previously uh it's pretty legit and that's why it is uh really a dream for the top chefs of the world to get at least one star nice so good on them
0: well thanks for that info
1: yeah i hope that wasn't too boring
0: yeah we'd like to be informative
1: so kudos and congrats to blue hill at Stone Barnes.
0: And all the Bib Gourmand recipients. Stay tuned, we have more coming up. So, this past weekend, Dana and I enjoyed a date night out to the Westchester Broadway Theater. Uh, I will disclose that they did host us, um, but we saw their newest production, An American in Paris.
1: It was just fantastic. You know, it was was, uh, song and dance.
0: A lot of dance. I was surprised at how much dance was in the production.
1: I mean, I would say it's Broadway quality. Always. In in a smaller space. I I was looking for the occasional muff, you know, miff step. Everything was, like, so crisp. Yes. And uh, the singing was so good. Why don't you tell a little bit about the story?
0: Okay, so, I guess, in a nutshell... Uh, the story's about Jerry, who's a World War II vet, who ends up staying in Paris after the war instead of going home to America, and wants to pursue his passion for painting. And while he's there, he meets two other guys, Adam and Henri. Mm-hmm. And they become the Three Musketeers, and the three of them, um... well, I don't want to spoil it. Right. However, Jerry falls for this ballerina, lease. Mm-hmm. And unbeknownst to him...
1: Let's say she's already claimed, right. taken.
0: She has other suitors that he is unaware of. So, um, that's basically the story. Um, it, it
1: goes round and round. There's a lot of sub, uh, you know, subtext and... You know, the main the main themes are basically, you know, love and loss and things like that. But uh, it's set to 1930s tunes from the Gershwin Brothers. Right. And then there was uh, a movie.
0: It was a movie. The uh, show was actually on Broadway in 2015 to through 2016 and won four Tony Awards during that time. Um, Was
1: that its first time through?
0: Yes, I believe the first and only time on Broadway.
1: So it's pretty new, all, all things told.
0: Yes, it's just an historical piece.
1: Right. It didn't feel dated.
0: No, however, they do say it's family friendly. There were two kids in front of us with their family. Mm-hmm. Um. But after seeing it, I don't think, I'm glad it, the two of us just went. I don't think our kids would have enjoyed the show.
1: No, uh, they probably would like the music. Um, some some of the themes were a little deep, maybe for a eleven and thirteen year old. Yes, it did help to understand the time and place that they were in. So dated, maybe not, but if you understand the history of, you know, France during and post war that. Certainly helps. It doesn't hurt that you don't.
0: Right. I just think if kids are going, I'd recommend older teens, um, maybe fans of music and or dance. True. But I don't think. Th-
1: by the way, the story's not not uh, adult story where you know you have to hold your kids. Oh no,
0: no, no! It's there's no adult content. That's why it's family friendly It's family we're friendly. just saying as far as we don't enjoyment nec- goes... right. we don't necessarily rec- think or recommend that children especially our age children 11 13 maybe younger would enjoy the show right but as for us we we really liked it um, i had never i'd heard of the show i had no idea what it was about prior mm-hmm. to going um I was familiar with the song that I think everybody's familiar with. Which is I've got rhythm. That's right. <laughs> I had to think of moment; oh, it totally blanked out for a sec. Um
1: and the title title song was was uh, an original tune back, back to the thirties in American Paris. Um you may have heard themes of or snippets from it in it's probably must have been in some advertising over the years, who knows? But it's it sounded... Fam- even though I was familiar with the song from the song, there were parts that I think may have been out in popular culture at some point.
0: Okay. It wasn't recognizable to me,
1: so... No. Uh, not nearly as much as uh, Kirschman's other tune, Rhapsody in Blue, which was for airlines and all kinds of stuff. That's probably a tune that most people would hear and potentially recognize, but... Uh, it was mostly music. Um, when we saw in the... Playbill, that the uh, American in Paris title song was going to be in the second act. And they're like, oh, maybe they put some words to it because I knew it didn't originally. And no, there, no. Was, there was a lot of... All dancing. That was, that was some long <laughs> and rather complicated dance. Yes. And again, no messed up steps.
0: No. And I don't know if you re- noticed the number of costume changes throughout this production. Costumes like, were great. Yes, and just, like, the speed. Like, even in that dance number. Like, there were...
1: Coming and going with yes. new with new stuff on. Yes. Yeah. <laughs>
0: like, how many costumes were in this production? It must have been...
1: Top-notch costumes. Yeah. There was no corner cutting. All of the set pieces were great. The stage,
0: the colored floor was very... Yeah. Cool. And so... they plan the... Entering and exiting of the stage, they use the theater um, to its full use. Right. It's not like a Broadway, the size of a Broadway stage where they can exit left, right, um, on and off so easily. Because there are dining tables and rows right. to the left and right of the stage. So they come off the front of the stage and like through the audience a lot mm-hmm. in here.
1: Um, and they have the two rotating panels. Mm-hmm. So where there's a piano, then it, you know, a la Scooby-Doo secret panel, it spins around 180 degrees and it now. There's no piano there. Yes. So creative use of space.
0: Yes. That's that's That's
1: it. it. Um, But yeah, I mean, it could have been on any Broadway stage, just smaller.
0: Exactly. So we highly recommend, you know, uh, visiting the Westchester Broadway Theater if you haven't. They do a at least one i want to say two because including the holiday um show uh really family focused uh, right. productions so a couple of years ago we had seen taking our children to Mary Poppins that was great um i saw annie with our daughter and uh girl scouts mm-hmm. from our community um so it's They always do such great shows.
1: They do. And they seem to have the right pacing of family show, not family show. Mostly musicals, though. Yes. There's a few straight-up plays here and there.
0: And there is one coming up. I believe they said, Lend Me a Tenor is a play.
1: That was a play? I believe they mentioned last
0: night when they were... Or over the weekend, I'm sorry. When they were going through the upcoming shows.
1: Yeah. Um, So, you can keep going back. And I think there's some regular... Regular crowds of people that have season passes and go to see it, and it's great.
0: Yes, also great gifts with the, for the holidays coming up, you know.
1: Yeah. Uh, when When's our post coming up on this?
0: It will have been posted already, so.
1: Which was yesterday, Wednesday?
0: Wednesday, um, or Tuesday. Okay. <laughs> I have to decide when you're going to look at that.
1: Edit and post.
0: We are recording, FYI. Uh, Monday night.
1: <laughs> no, it's cats out of the bag.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um. So it's still up coming eye.
1: up this next week, past week. One of those two things. Yes. Yeah,
0: so yeah, this past check week, out our post on We will that. have a post linked in the show notes, which is on our blog nyfoodiefamily.com dot com. Um. And before we wrap up darkwood kits, we should mention it is a dinner theater. Yes. So you do have dinner or if you're going for a matinee lunch and it's served prior to the show. So, the doors open for a Sunday evening show at 5:15 and they start serving right away. They start they take your order.
1: They are efficient.
0: Yes. When you sit down and, you know, they serve you um right away. There's so- a, there's
1: a salad waiting for you before you can get your chair, <laughs> you know, pulled out. So
0: No, the bread in the the bread. roll and the bread roll is there. Bread. And as soon as you sit down, they're they're out there. I couldn't with even the get my, my my coat
1: <laughs> on my on the back of my jacket. It was already a salad there.
0: Yeah. yes. So there's always a salad to start, and then there's a variety of entrees to choose from. Now, uh, we had seen uh the Westchester Broadway Theater's last production, Mambo Italiano, um, and we noticed they do change the entrees. Right. So and
1: I, and I don't remember. If it's for every show or no, if it's for every show, they try to have a specialty drink and a specialty entree that is vaguely related to... I mean, the Mambo Vini. Italiano was easy. Yes, what was it, lasagna? La- lasagna. Yeah. Which
0: I had, yes. Um, so this one, um, they had a specialty cocktail, which you didn't think was so special.
1: Uh, it was... La Rose. Yeah, but it was orange vodka plus orange juice, plus cranberry juice. And I think the orange wheel that they're referring to was a little piece of orange on the edge of the glass. garnish. Garnish, yes. So cranberry... You skipped that. I skipped that one. I'm like, I could probably make that pretty easily myself. Um, But I did get a, from their reasonably extensive martini list... Uh, the French 75, which had some gin and some champagne and lemon juice. And how was it? It was, good. It was uh It was a, a nice blend of flavors. So I would get that again.
0: And just so you know, drinks are not included in the cost of the evening. So when you purchase a ticket to the Broadway Dinner Theater, it's for your dinner which includes the salad, the entree and then the classic peach melba mm-hmm. for dessert, which is always the same dessert. Um but and the show uh is included.
1: But are there extras?
0: So there are. So as I just mentioned, drinks alcoholic or non-alcoholic. So I had a ginger ale not included uh in the price. So you will get billed for that uh during intermission. However,
1: coffee and tea are included.
0: Correct. So...
1: Would you like an appetizer?
0: Exactly. So they do have appetizers. Um, they had French onion soup this time. They did. Uh Shrimp Classic cocktail. Shrimp cocktail, um, yep. Yeah. Um, but those are all at an, an additional cost. Probably 8 or $9 each. Give or take. Um, and same for dessert. So uh, I believe they had a cheesecake. Um, I'm trying to... Uh, Brownie Sunday, Lemon meringue. So those... Now, those
1: allegedly come out at intermission. Correct. But we've never tried that. No, yours.
0: we haven't. Because I am literally stuffed. stuffed.
1: yes. <laughs> I didn't say that we should. I just said that we haven't. No,
0: I don't know how people do that. Just because having the salad and then the entree and then the, the dessert and it all comes like boom, boom, boom right after
1: right. one,
0: right after the other. You could
1: get a post-drink as well. There's plenty of drink opportunities
0: yes i was just stuffed so this time i ordered the eggplant parm
1: Mm -hmm. and i got the prime rib ordered medium rare showed up a nice medium (laughs) so know with what know what you're working with uh listen they have to fill out for for a full house which which was not full
0: no it wasn't full on sunday
1: um you know they have hundreds of orders to fill almost simultaneously rather efficiently and my my favorite part of uh, was that on the, in the playbill or on the menu that if you would like them to pick up the pace, <laughs> yeah. just a touch, they'd be happy to try to oblige. And I I don't know how that is possible, but one of the couples to our right who seem to be regulars,
0: yeah, uh, asked, they, they knew the waiter.
1: Yeah, please please just feel free to slow it down. A
0: yeah, they they actually requested, can you hold off on our water for a little while?
1: <laughs> it's not so. a very short period of time. So five fifteen. I mean, we agree that the salad was like, boom, 5.15. Right. Well, and the show, at, the show starts The show starts at 7. That's so. an hour 45, which is 45 minutes is a rush. An hour 45.
0: That's leisurely. That's leisurely. But, but we were probably done with dinner by like 6 o'clock. <laughs> yeah, we were pretty much. Maybe maybe
1: six six 6.15, being generous.
0: So, gave me time to di- digest, though, before the show because I was stuffed.
1: Yeah, I had some time to think about how how stuffed we were.
0: So they bring you, at intermission, your bill um, for the show. So when you go, most likely your ticket, you already prepay for your ticket and your dinner. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's just the extra. So, like, our drinks uh, were billed. And, of course, you want to also give a tip. And they offer suggestions based on what your total bill would be
1: right no it's pretty clear that uh, they say the uh food portion of your ticket is 35 bucks
0: and that's pretty amazing considering it's a three course meal um but retail when you buy the tickets they go far um, I believe they're priced between sixty and ninety-one dollars, depending on the
1: day, location, right, the yeah. day and the
0: time that you're attending. So, like all the evening performances, Sunday evening ticket would is ninety-one dollars. Um, but still, the meal portion is only thirty-five dollars out of that ticket. Pretty incredible. Yes. So
1: the food is fairly good, and it's there's decent a fair for amount of it. Correct. Okay, decent.
0: It's decent. I mean,
1: we don't we don't want to beat up on it.
0: No. And I'm saying for what you're getting, I always like when I had written for Mambo Italiano, I said dinner is kind of like an extra, like $91 for a show.
1: Broadway quality.
0: Totally Broadway co- quality. And, and you seats, save on the train ticket. And this every seat is a good seat. Yeah. Like we were sitting second to the last row. In front of the stage, and I thought they were like great seats. Could see everything. Actually,
1: I prefer to be back there
0: instead of like front row, like right up, like oh, nice, nice (laughs) makeup. Yeah, yeah.
1: You can kind of take everything in without looking like straight through the stage, having to focus on one thing. You know, same thing about sitting front row at a movie theater. So, I I would sit there every time.
0: Yeah, and so yeah, the food is not bad. No, it's decent and we tend to pick things like we always share so we pick two different dishes and we haven't been disappointed yeah
1: it's it's a uh, traditional fare
0: for the masses
1: for the masses it's well cooked you know it's um, it's kind of food that they've been perfecting for the last 40 years how about that yes so it's nothing fancy super fancy but they know what they're doing and if they have to cook a hundred of prime ribs then they got it covered
0: right so so check out an american in paris it's playing now through november 24th
1: go check it out we recommend
0: yes stay tuned we have quick hits coming up okay so we're wrapping things up with our weekly quick hits and Dana's going to start us off
1: all right so announcements from the music scene the national rock and roll hall of fame has made their 2020 nominations uh first off the rules to get nominated you have to have been uh around for 25 years and a couple of these names have been seen before so we'll see if the uh new ones get it in but there's a couple notable ones including uh notorious big
0: Dave Matthews Band. Dave Matthews Band. Nine Inch Nails. Uh,
1: Yeah, Soundgarden.
0: This makes me feel really old because...
1: What, 25 years? These
0: were like high school, college music bands. Yeah, that was... So sad. Okay, (laughs) go
1: on. A couple of old favorites are on there um, that have been on there before, but the, the short list includes Pat Benatar, Depeche Mode, Doobie Brothers, Whitney Houston... So there's a couple of big names on there that uh, have been nominated over the years.
0: But have not made it in.
1: Right. And you can stay on there. I don't I don't think it's like the uh, Baseball Hall of Fame, where if you don't get in for a couple of years, you kind of get scrapped. So I think you can stay on there for as long as you get re-nominated. Um, this year they plan on, and I cannot find a date for them actually doing it, uh, actually announcing the uh, inductees, not just the nominees. So whittling down that list to the people actually making it in. They could do it live on HBO, so stay tuned if we get more details on that. We're happy to share with you on that, and uh, good luck to the nominees. Next up.
0: Next up, uh, subscription meal delivery service, uh, Blue Apron, is partnering with Westchester's own chef, Christian Petroni. He is the owner of Fortina Restaurant. Um and was a Food Network winner recently, so he's partnered with them for four weeks and is offering four recipes, one each week. Um, so if you are a subscriber or want to start subscribing, do so now. I believe it starts next week. Um, it's the beginning of the four weeks that his recipes are being included, and if you do subscribe. And participate. You also win a chance to have a private dinner cooked by him.
1: Mm. So sounds like a good deal.
0: It does. I have my own. Um, I've written a post before. We've tried Blue Apron, um, and it's just not our thing. But I highly recommend it for couples or people do not who do not have large families.
1: Because there's no leftovers. There's
0: no leftovers. And just price wise, uh, for feeding a family, I feel like I can do it, um, cheaper. But that's a whole another. That's a whole another. That's thing. a whole nother thing. There's a post on the blog about that. Um, but you know, if you are a fan of Christian Petroni and/or Blue Apron, definitely something worth checking out.
1: So in the holiday news edition, uh, it is coming the Rockefeller tri- Christmas tree. Is a uh, national event, and the local news is that Hudson Valley is getting hit up for the tree again, again this year. Several years ago was Mayopac. Was and that last year? No, that was the one I'm thinking about was maybe ten or twelve years ago. Huh. Um, I don't know the last time. Last took year was Hudson Valley. last year
0: was the Hudson Valleys too. Was it really? Yeah.
1: Well, it's a Norway spruce. I think it's one of their favorite types of trees. It hangs just so. And it's coming from Orange County in a town called Florida. New York. Florida, New York in Orange County. Uh, So congrats. It's getting cut down on the 7th of November. It's getting put up at the plaza two days later once they do uh, all the transporting and trimming on the 9th. And then the uh, tree lighting of 50,000 lights is December the 4th. So maybe you want to join that, or maybe you want to stay away from that. <laughs> we are the stay. <laughs> we, stay we stay away. <laughs> stay away. If you can be someplace where you can see it from inside, someplace nice, do that. Um, but that's we'll, sh-
0: we'll make our annual winter pilgrimage during you know the holiday break to go see it. But we don't need to be there for the no, lighting.
1: No, we we really don't. <laughs> um, I don't know. If you like that, good, good on you. Not nothing against that. That's just not for us. Yeah. And last,
0: and last, uh, we're letting you know Hudson Valley Restaurant Week is coming back. It's November fourth through seventeenth, but the list of restaurants is out now, so you can start making reservations. It's a three-course lunch or dinner, twenty two ninety five for lunch, thirty two ninety five for dinner, and it literally encompasses all of the Hudson Valley. So Westchester County, Dutchess County. Rockland County, Orange County, I mean, it is...
1: Hudson Valley is Hudson all, Valley. They
0: Correct. It runs the gamut of all different restaurants. So although
1: the list is pretty big, um, depends on really how far you want to go to actually get to a restaurant. So if you're looking to stay near your home, um, down in Westchester, there's a lot more than, you know, further points further north.
0: Correct. And you can go to the Valley Table website and actually filter the list of restaurants. So if you only want Westchester County and you only want dinner, um, you can do filters and uh, lists will pop up for you. I have not checked yet. Um, I do prefer when restaurants post their menus. Not all of them do, but I before. So um, the listing just came out recently, so I haven't really had a chance to look over it. Um, And we do go out a couple times um, during restaurant week. We try. Um,
1: What's on our want list as far as what we look for in a restaurant?
0: Well, I like to look at the menus, and I like to see just different dishes, like a variety of dishes. Um, And
1: you mean the chicken or the fish and the chocolate mousse is
0: right? The beet and you know the goat and
1: we do like a good cheese and beet salad, but
0: I'm like. Let's be a little inventive.
1: Share sure, something a little creativity with this. Right.
0: So, I can tell you that I've been to the cookery during restaurant week and there they offer um their regular menu. At least when I had gone a couple of years ago, it was the regular menu. So, I had the, you know, pork donut that is wow. like amazing um as my appetizer. So, I like when you want to try a restaurant and they do serve what they normally do Mm -hmm. um but you get to try it at the you know discounted price Mm -hmm. for restaurant week um or if they come up something inventive and it's not just like oh we're gonna offer something totally different and you know i wouldn't say lower quality but just you know oh since you're getting it at a discount we're gonna offer you know yes the chicken or you know the pasta
1: yeah and you can tell when a Restaurant sand in it. They're like, yeah, we're we're gonna participate, but maybe the respect for the people participating in that isn't quite there. I don't know how to say that <laughs> nicely. Um,
0: and that's why I like looking at the menus, um, just so I know, and I'm not like surprised when I get there and I'm like, oh, this is what they're offering.
1: Oh, braised chicken. Okay. Yeah.
0: Um, another one that you. We really enjoyed uh, was X2L. Oh, yeah, we did. That was Restaurant Week. And that also was like, I believe, I don't know if it was their regular menu, but it was definitely high caliber. Yeah. Thank you, Peter Kelly.
1: So that that was that was a welcome addition.
0: Yes. And our always I will always recommend Brothers Fish and Chips.
1: Brothers Fish and they Chips. They might
0: have a limited Restaurant Week menu, but don't be fooled. It's delicious.
1: Yeah, and listen, you're you're not going to get a fancier dish there than what they'd regular, regularly serve. You know, one one of our favorite restaurants, my favorite, I don't know if it's still yours, uh, Burzel House in Peekskill. Uh, yes. They don't serve fancy things anytime. So if you go there, you know you're going to get probably a very fine burger. But if you're looking for a fancy meal, then don't look for Restaurant Week for Burzel House because they're not going to change to...
0: Right. But I kind of tend to want to... Have a fancier meal during restaurant. Exactly, week. that's so, just my yes. Although Birdsall House probably is participating.
1: They are. I so, just saw them on the list. Yeah. Um, but you know, you can have enough of a selection of different types of, of rest, uh, restaurants. You can actually break that list down by type of food: American, French, seafood, Italian. Obviously, um, so there's enough on that list for everybody, I think.
0: Yes, and we've eaten at a bunch of them. Um, and I have to say, I don't think I've really ever been disappointed with the restaurants, maybe. Because, like I said, I pick. <laughs> I like... Certain types of things. Right. But, you know, we recommend the Cookery, X2O. I've done Purdy's Farmers and the Fish. I've done MP Taverna. We've done Brothers Fish and Chips a couple times. We've done Red Hat on the River. Um
1: Let's say this. If they do it right. And they respect their bargain-seeking diners, if you follow me. Um, Then they get repeat business. You know how many times we go back to Brothers Fish and Chips? Yes. They certainly got their worth out of us by offering us a... Discounted. Discounted meal on the front end so we can see what they're all about. And they went all out on those little meals, right? So, um, no, they weren't weren't little. I take that back. Um, No, (laughs) not at (laughs) all. Full-size meals for a littler price. Yes. Um... And, and then,
0: that, I think that really is the goal of restaurant week. It should be. Yes.
1: But I'll say it again. Not all restaurants feel that way.
0: Right. Agreed. So. But pick your restaurants. Pick your Choose resta- your restaurants wisely.
1: Right. And here's, here's the breakdown, by the way, in how you can search. So you can either search by lunch or dinner or brunch. Some of them do do brunch on, on weekends. Um, and here's the complete list. Dutchess County, Green County, Orange County. Putnam County, Rockland, Sullivan, Ulster, Westchester, and then there's beyond the Hudson Valley.
0: <laughs> I think that's like Connecticut.
1: That would make sense. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Connecticut's close enough. All right. Yeah, so some parts of Connecticut may- are may- close. May- maybe not that far. Uh, you can also search by specific towns if you want to stay local, cuisine types. Um, can't say this enough. Again, search by what you want. Do your research. You'll probably find something. I don't see why that wouldn't satisfy everybody that's looking out there.
0: And possibly see if any of those uh, bib gourmands are on that list. That might be worth checking out for Restaurant Week. Yeah. So
1: check. Do check it out.
0: And we'll, you know, give you our updates on where we've been and uh, where we're eating during Restaurant Week coming up.
1: So stay tuned for updates. We'll be back the you next week with some fresh new content. If you have any thoughts, ideas, or comments, suggestions, we're all ears. So drop us a line at
0: nyfoodiefamilypodcast at gmail.com. And check out the blog, nyfoodiefamily.com, for all the show notes and all our blog posts and other fun stuff.
1: We'll be back with you next week.
0: Bye-bye.